You're tuning in to the Black Hollywood Live Network, featuring news, interviews, and commentary on all things Black Hollywood. Hollywood redefined. From Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is Black Hollywood Live Portraits, featuring intimate, in-depth interviews with Black Hollywood stars and influencers. Black Hollywood Live, Hollywood redefined. You're listening to Black Hollywood Live. And now, the host for Black Hollywood Live this week, Dario Kristen. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome to Black Hollywood Live Portraits. I'm Dario Kristen, your host, and I also have my co-hosts who are laughing at me right now, Aaliyah Cruz. <laughs> Please don't ever do that again. <laughs> And DJ Jesse J. Yo, what up? I loved it. And we have a great in-depth interview we're going to do tonight with our star who is in the house right now, Damian Dante Wayans, who is also the executive producer of Second Generation Wayans. Mm -hmm, What's mm -hmm. up, Damian? Man, I'm feeling good. I like the intro. I liked your little swag in the beginning. I appreciate that. That was smooth. Thank you. I appreciate that. A real political swag. A very political. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very political. PC with the bow tie over here. PC. I love your constructive (laughs) criticism. (laughs) (laughs) The input is great. (laughs) All right, well, thank you, man, for coming in. We've been excited. We've been, you know, you've been doing some big things. And we've been watching you for a while. And and I know we, we share the same thing. We've been very excited for you to come into the studio today. Oh, man. Well, I'm excited. Thanks, y'all, for having me. And this is the first one, so I'm feeling real good. This is the first one. This is the biggie. No this pressure. This is the biggie. No pressure. No pressure. <laughs> Let's do it. Now, you have a big weekend coming up because March 3rd, you guys are going to be appearing on Oprah's next yes. chapter, right? The whole yes. Wayans clan the is going to be on there. Clan. And when I tell you guys, her aura and her energy is real. Like, beyond just the money, when you walked in the room, you're just like, that's Oprah. Like, she looks you dead in the eye. She knows the questions she's going to ask. She's already done her research. Yeah. She had quotes of mine. I was like, Oprah <laughs> knows my quotes? What? It was an incredible interview. Well, you're going to be right fit right at home because we know many <laughs> quotes of yours. We've been doing Beautiful. our research. I got to ask a question because this is something I've been wanting to ask for a long time because there are so many weigh-ins. Right. What do the ones who don't get to make the Oprah cut do for occupation? We hide not, them. The, the unfunny Wayans is you'll never see them. Who didn't make the cut, though, for the Oprah? Because <laughs> there's like 30 uh, Wayans, right? Well, there's more than 30. There's literally, there's 30 in the second gen alone. Wow. So, you know, or, or more. So, I mean, we probably got about around 60 people running around with Wayans as, as a last name. But, you know, she, she wanted to meet the first gen and the second gen that was, you know, doing the thing. So, you know, it was just a blessing to, to be on the show. Yeah. Period. It's Oprah. <laughs> Period. It's Period. Oprah. Yeah. Like, let's not front. Like, it's Oprah. You got to be in the room with Oprah. So, was that intimidating? Don't lie either. Like, you walk in. Why there she lie? is. Why would he lie? Why would he lie? You already started off with him lying. <laughs> no, but like, I mean, for real. Like, what does it feel like? Because, I mean, I'm not going to lie. Like, I rarely get starstruck in, mm-hmm. but I thought I saw Oprah one time. And I was like, <laughs> like, I'm not, I'm like, it's Oprah, though. It's like a, it's a different thing. Well, first and foremost, you got to get your Instagram pick with Oprah. That's right? that's for sure. Like, and oh, you got for two. Sure. I got two. Like, so, so in the back of my mind, I'm like, wow. Like, literally, my mother would be ecstatic right now. Like, I got Oprah right across from me. And when I tell you, you know, we were supposed to sit in the back. When you guys see the show, we were supposed to sit in the back. Like, and yeah, the first gen is in the front. She was like, no, I want them in the front. I want to uh, talk to them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it was just a, a beautiful energy. She's a beautiful woman. And, yeah. and 
interview was great. Where did they do the interview? At my uncle Keenan's house. So mm-hmm. she came oh, okay. to Keenan's house. You know, he greeted her at the door. She came in. Then she sat down with Maul and Sean, my aunt Kim, and Uncle Keen. And then she brought me, Damon Jr., and my cousin Craig up in. And it was beautiful. Now, I always feel like Tatiana Ali and George Gore feel like they're a part of where they piss yeah. they <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> You know what? I haven't talked to them since we did the interview. But anybody <laughs> that saw us with Oprah. My boy is Kevin Hart. He called me like, hey, you, got, you got to meet Oprah? You know, like he's hosting SNL, but and, and that's crazy. He hosted the yeah, MTV Awards. That's big. But Ew. all of that, Oprah. it's Oprah. You know what I'm Absolutely. saying? I following she, Beyonce, too. Following Beyonce. And I hear that she has a way of like, having you open up without you even knowing it you know Man, just I, her questions alone just the way she has her presence in your you know she has you are open you up gonna in tell ways. oprah no to any question no no so therefore no. she can literally say anything and you're gonna answer that question but it was in depth you got to learn a lot about the family you got to understand it's beyond just funny with us you know what i mean like we're truthfully a family it just so happens that we got a lot of cats to do the same thing but you know we, we uncle keenan was great in the interview yeah a lot of inspirational quotes up in there and you know just just be in there, man. Trust me. Tune in uh, on this Sunday, the 3rd, at 9.30 Eastern Standard Time and watch our Oprah interview. And the funniest thing about it is, as you guys have been around, the Waynes have just been around for, since I've been born. I mean, mm-hmm. <laughs> I've just known about the Waynes. But as much as you guys are in the public eye, there's still, like, this secret, like, <laughs> you just want to know, what is it really like to be exactly. a family? <laughs> I, yeah. Like... I want to be a Wayans. I want to be a Wayans. You might be a Wayans. You might be a Wayans. You, know, you don't even know it yet. But As like to be a fly on the wall at, a, at let's say a Thanksgiving would be you'll be a laughing fly. You know, it's just one of those type. When we get together, we we are our best friends. Yeah. So you know, and and I know we're going to talk about the show, but people used to ask all the time, "What is it like being a second generation yeah. Wayans?" So we didn't want to do a reality show, so we said, "Let's tell them," and we tell them on the show. And what a lot of what you see on the show is real life. You know what I'm saying? We are a family. There's no competition with the first gen and the second gen. One way in success is all way in success. Right. And that's how we rock. That's how we roll. But with so many people in the family, is it hard to kind of stand out and, and create your own personality since there is so many people in your family? I mean, you know, you definitely have to find your lane. You know yeah. what I mean? There's a lot of, because there's no competition. You know, we, we support each other, but you definitely have to find your lane. I always say, like, they say, oh, you a win, so you got it easy. No. You know, that, it's the complete opposite. You know what I'm saying? To, to have the door open, you could put a foot in, but to walk through that door and to navigate the ups and downs of the business, you got to be on your P's and Q's. Do you ever look at it like because when I watch you guys, I I know you say second generation. I look at you as the third generation. Mm. Yeah. Because you had Keenan Damon who you know started it, mm-hmm. and then it moved into Sean and Marlon. Mm-hmm. And I almost feel like they almost had it easier because they could ride off of In Living Color. Mm-hmm. And then with you guys, it's like okay, well they did all this. Mm-hmm. What do we do to? to consider ourselves as fresh, new, innovative. Well, they, Marlon and Sean and them, they would tell you just the opposite. You know what I mean? Like, like they're considered the first gen because there's 10 of them. You know, right. there's my mom is in that bunch. You know, there's Marlon, Sean, Keenan, Damon, my aunt Kim, the whole, you know, 10 of them. So they're first gen. We're second gen because we're offsprings of them, right. you know. And Marlon and Sean will tell you they had it hard on a living color, you know, because... Right. The expectation is already here. Like, mm, what you got? You know what I'm saying? You mm-hmm. only here because. So you got to go 
an extra step above everybody else just to prove your worth. You know, like when I was directing for Wife and Kids, everybody looking at me like, hmm. So I could say you can direct one off of family love, but when you direct 25, that's, that, that, that's something Ten, different. Yeah. Is there somebody in the family that you're the closest to? Um, I'm, it's tough, you know, I'm, I'm close to all my family, really, you know what I mean? But Craig is my dog, you know what I mean? Yeah. Me and Craig are like brother cousins, so, you know. I can see that, yeah, just yeah, on the show, yeah, your yeah, relationship, yeah, yeah. I we're, can we're, tell. we're brother cousins, so. Look-wise, I would say Sean, but when I watch interviews with you guys, you give me so much Marlon. Like, is he, I feel like <laughs> yeah. he's like your, like, would you consider him one of your closest uncles? Like, Well, there's tears. Like, if you, if, if you look, you'll see that. Craig, Keenan, and Sean kind of fall in that tier yeah. of, you know, kind of the laid back, you know, kill you with the smile type right, dudes. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> where me, Marlon, Big D, Little D, we're energy. We're just, we're, we're just, hey, hell, what's laugh? Oh, okay, I'll go over here. I, I got to grab that laugh. You know, we're those guys. So it's a good yin and yang. And I saw you, you know, on the recently on the Jeff Probe show, and you and you said something that Marlon used to make you call him uncle when you were a little yeah, kid and it traumatized you. Like, huh? yeah, like, I mean, Marlon's you know he's older than 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 us, but yet and still you know we kind of all look you know yeah, Marlon still age. yeah he got a still youthful swag you know what I'm saying so you used to butt heads a lot so it's like why well, I gotta call you uncle but he really wanted you to call him uncle it was just like <laughs> okay Uncle Marlon right <laughs> you know something I really appreciate about your family dynamic is that this like teach a man to fish don't just give him fish like you know like there's so many spoiled kids that come up like oh we got money so this is what it is and they don't they choose to do nothing in their life and what I admire about your family what I've kind of seen from the outside is this this like encouragement Mm -hmm. and like okay you want in okay here I'm gonna teach you I'm gonna show you how to I'm gonna show you the ropes can you tell me a little bit more about that because I even have been I've told dudes I'm even seeing like yo we gotta swing this Well, so I want to hear about that. I'm really fascinated by that. Well, we've always, well, myself, I've been a sponge to knowledge. You know, I didn't go to school to direct. I didn't go to school to write. I would watch my uncles and I would ask questions. You know what I mean? Yeah. They were my college. Yeah. So it's if you want to learn, just, just like others that are coming up, you know what I mean? I'm there for that support. But you got to make that phone call. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's yeah. like you got to want it. And if you want it, well, then we're here to support you. But we're not just going to give you yes. anything. You got to Beautiful. show that you got the passion and that you're going to stay up late nights and really be about your grind like we all had to do. Yeah. Yep. Damien, I have a question uh, for you. This is yeah. Damien in the booth now. Yeah. Your mom is not in the entertainment industry, but Mm-mm. obviously your uncles are. So what did your mom have to say in regards to you wanting to jump into the business? Um, my mom was uh, full-on encouraging. Um, this is a funny story. Like, back in the day, I did a movie called Eddie Murphy Raw. Just a little movie. Just a little movie. And, you know, I wanted to act. You know what I mean? Like, I would see my uncles and everything, and I wanted to do it. A little, little project kid. And we, and we lived in the project. This is another misconception. People thought we were born into money. No. We lived in the projects, grew up in New York City, you know, um, and I really wanted to act at that point in time, but I just couldn't memorize lines. Yeah. I couldn't read that young, you know, and I remember the Cosby show, and I remember the role of Bud, and I went in, and I bombed it, you know what I mean? Like, I just couldn't memorize a line, and my mom was like, you know what, it's not your time. Until years later, my Uncle Damon called me to his hotel, and he's like, yo, I got an idea. <laughs> and I was like, well, what's up? And he threw a script down, and that script was Major Pain, and, you know, he put me through five auditions for that, and I sweated bullets, and he, you know, until I finally got the part, and from that point on, you know, my mom was very supportive and I just hit the ground running. How did you get Ooh. into Raw? Eddie Murphy Raw, uh, well my uncle Keenan wrote on Raw. 
Okay. Um, and Robert Townsend was the director. He was the director. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, Robert and Keenan were really, you know, good friends back in the day. I mean, still good friends still this day. But Eddie Murphy and all of them, they was right. that 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 cat pack, if you will. Right, right. Um, and I remember him just calling me to his office, and I had to do ten push-ups, and he gave me a bag <laughs> of Skittles. I only made it to five, and he said you got the part. So I remember my line. It was yes, ma'am. I, I, I remember that line. Now, with you being on set with Eddie during that time, is there anything that you picked up or learned from him that you haven't learned from your family? Um, you know what? I admire Eddie Murphy so much. You know what I mean? I, I, he makes me laugh till this day. You know, yeah. um, his, his just the way he goes about it is yeah. incredible to me. You know, like, he was a mega superstar at the oh. age of twenty. Yeah, it's you crazy. know what I'm saying? Like twenty. Yeah. He was Will Smith at twenty. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so just watching that and seeing how he goes about and seeing how he navigates his business, yeah. that's a huge inspiration. Yeah. And yeah. Tantiana Ali was in that movie. Yeah. And I know you obviously she's in Second Generation Wayne's. How, I mean, was that where you guys' friendship started? Or? Um, a little funny story. Uh, she was my first crush. Aww. It was Tatiana Ali. You know, you talk about it on interviews when we do interviews and whatnot. But she was my very first crush. And I remember her being just this older woman. And just be like, wow, I like her so <laughs> much. Older woman? Older woman. Damn. Well, 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 yeah. At that, well, time. I, at that time. She was older yeah. than me. And I was just like, oh, wow, I love her. And I remember there was a lemonade stand. I tried to impress her by trying to give her some lemonade. <laughs> and she wasn't feeling my vibe. So that was. My first heartbreak, if you will, well, was Tatiana. So, but with her, I mean, okay, I'm a second generation fan, uh -huh. but it, I, and I'm going to say I'm going to start this rumor. I here feel go. like, <laughs> oh, here we go. I feel like there are moments because I mean, you you can look you up. There's nothing about who you've dated, mm -hmm. who you're talking to. Uh, when it comes to Tatiana Lee, I don't know. I see a little bit of chemistry in there. Is it, is it just is it just because you guys are such close friends, or you know what, Tati is, is she's like a, a sister, but she's beautiful and she's talented. Yeah. And, you know, she's a woman about her grind and her business. Who wouldn't want her? So you know, you kind of yeah. look at it as why not? You know, yeah. she's single, he's single. Why not? But she's my sis. You know what I mean? It'd be kind of ancestral at this point in time. Okay, well, and that's not a word. I just made that up. Now, but on the show, she likes Craig. She likes Craig. Right. Is right. That, was the, any truth to that? Um, well, you know what? We sat back and just tried to create. So the show is about 75% truth. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Every episode is rooted from a place of truth. Okay. But of course, you have to embellish certain scenarios for, you know, story and for the comedic right. aspect of it all. So that's one of the things that we kind of embellished. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, I'm, I'm going to test, you know, since you guys met on the, <laughs> the set of Raw, I want to test your Raw skills. Go. All right, you ready? Go. We're going to play yeah. a little trivia Let's game to see how much you actually really know Let's here. Let's do it. All right. So, apparently the word, the F word, was used several times in the movie Raw. Mm -hmm. All right? So, I'm going to give you some multiple choice. Okay. And you tell me the right answer. All right. All right. How many times was the F-bomb used? A, 177. <laughs> mm -hmm. B, 223. Mm -hmm. C, 388. Hmm. Or D, none of the above. Ooh, uh, none of the above. And Which one? It would be B, 233. Ooh, in ooh, fact, ooh. I'm going to throw even a little bit more fact on that. Uh, Raw actually had the highest number of f bombs in a movie until 1990 when Goodfellas took over, and that that took over the it it, it captured more wow. than Raw did. Wow! Yes. You know, I really yeah. felt like it was more like a hundred, but you know what? Thinking back, he said f a lot. A lot. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But the brilliance of his f bombs is it didn't feel like he said it a lot. It, it just comes off. Like it came off. Yeah, it came off like natural conversation. That's a testament to how funny that is. Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah. So then we from like Raw, f bombs are gonna come up. Yeah. As f -bombs. <laughs> <laughs> Like, like right, bombs. Oh, wholesome F-bombs. <laughs> <laughs> 
So like, from Raw, you moved on to In Living Color, and you had some appearances on that show. Were you, what were you Mind like as a kid on that show? Was, was there a lot of things you could get into, like mischief? Like, you know, since your uncles were on the show, your aunt was on the show. Well, actually, you know, I would go to the set. See, that was shot in L.A. I was still in New York oh, okay. at the time. But when I would come out to visit, I would go down to the set. And when I tell you, that was one of the most fun I sets ever. Like, going, like, behind the scenes, you're seeing Jim Carrey, you're seeing oh, yeah, David so Allen talent. Greer, you're seeing Tommy Davidson, you're seeing Marlon and Sean and Keenan, and, and then you see your uncle just navigating this whole ship. I mean, J-Lo's, I mean, it, like, the memories just, you, you start to connect everything years later, just well, yeah. like, wow. On set, but when you were, okay, so when you were back in New York watching it, like, mm-hmm. what did, what was your... Because I know how I am with my cousins. What was your vision of your uncles? And I was like, like I, I was like everybody else. I was like, wow. Like when the living color was hot, people would drop everything yeah. to get back home. It was like crazy. we'd be on a basketball court, yeah. like, oh, snap, living color. The ball is just dribbling, and we just out. We're all, you know, it, it was that type of show. And I just remember just watching it, like, wow. You know, they were funny. It was brilliantly crafted. They were edgy. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? They brought something to TV that wasn't there. So for me, as the nephew, just looking, I was just like, wow. And then now, so in comparison to In Living Color and like Saturday Night Live and Mad TV, mm-hmm. how do you think that they all kind of evolved around In Living Color? Do you think that, do you, how do you feel about Saturday Night, Live, Saturday Night Live today? Do you think it's still funny? Do you think that it's run its course? Well, I think Saturday Night Live is just a staple right yeah. now. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's kind of like one of them things where if you took it off the air, you just can't do it. Like, you got to right. leave you that alone. You know, it's it's ingrained in people. But what I think In Living Color did was it brought a hip-hop swag, yeah, yeah. sketch yeah. comedy. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's what I loved about In Living Color. Yeah. You know what I mean? So SNL was out prior to In Living Color. So what In Living Color did was it went, okay, we're going to be the hip-hop alternative right. to that. And then Mad TV came after both of those. And Mad TV was just like the youngin' that wanted to play as well. Right. You know what I mean? But the staple was SNL. You yeah. know, you just, you know. I yes. miss I miss the Fly Girls. Well, I mean, oh, for I me. Yeah. <laughs> I miss, who I miss, doesn't miss I the Everybody fly girls. wanted to be a Fly Girl. J-Lo. <laughs> so I got to say J-Lo. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Um, you know Carrie Ann Arbor was... Uh, Carrie Ann Arbor, yeah, yeah, yeah I saw yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. Rosie Perez Rosie was the Perez. Yep. Well, I'm excited to see... Mm. Bam oh. in the boot. Bam in the boot. Bam in the boot. Bam, bam. Bam in the boot. So, question for you, Damien. Yeah. Speaking of In Living Color, uh-huh. can you tell me what was one of your favorite characters, mm-hmm. and then can you perform and prompt one of the <laughs> characters? <laughs> Wanda. Um, I, I love Homie the Clown. That, yeah. that, I love Homie, Homie I the Clown was, was so funny to me because it was just this dude with a sock that would hit you upside the head. It was just disrespectful. <laughs> it was yeah. just so disrespectful. Yeah. Like, eh, Homie, don't play that. <laughs> like, I just loved it. That, okay. that was my favorite okay. character. Okay. All right. yeah. I guess what I was going to say was Saturday Night Live, uh, we got Kevin Hart coming on this yeah. week, and I'm so excited. Mm-hmm. I really feel like that's an aha moment. You know, yeah. like, we're like, man, I'm on Saturday Night Live this mm-hmm. weekend. This is amazing. Like, it's got to be incredible for him. But um, <clears throat> I'm wondering about the new <laughs> in living color. Yeah. Hmm. Are you going to, you know. Well, I don't think. <laughs> what I, what well, can I, you share this, this on is, that? This is what happened when in living color. And, and Keenan kind of touched on it on the Oprah interview. Yeah. Um, it's just a new generation. Mm-hmm. You can't recreate that type of brilliance, right. you know. I think they went as far as putting a pilot together, and not to say that the comedians that were there weren't good. They just have a different work ethic, you know. What I, I mean? was on that. Oh, you was you? Oh, wait, I'm sure you were brilliant. Yeah, you were? No, you were, no, oh, I was like, really? I was like, we got an exclusive. <laughs> oh, 
okay. I'm sure you was brilliant, but I, I, I think <laughs> that it's just a different time. You yeah. cannot recreate that. It's Very just true. Impossible. I agree with that. Well, yeah. well, I wouldn't, I mean, was there ever any talks to bring you, Craig, and yeah, you know, your, what's going on? your group in? Um, you know what? No. One. But but it's not that we wouldn't have done it, and it's not that we weren't there to support the uncle if he needed it. I just think that Uncle Ivory had a very specific uh, way he wanted to go about it, and I think budgetary-wise, you know what I mean? They couldn't afford it, you. No, <laughs> well, you know, Ma- they chose not to because they could afford anything, and that's what it is. Yeah, yeah, so the, the, and that's a network yeah. call, you know what I'm saying? It's like you had Marlon, Sean, Damon, my Aunt Kim, all of them who were willing to rock, but if you're not going to, you know, cut them in on the, the ducats, right. then right. they're going to sit then they're gonna do, right. Yeah, and then Uncle Keen was like, you know what? I'm going to hold my fam to the side, and I'm going to go get these youngins because that's what y'all want. So I'm going to go find some fresh new talent. And then when he went out to find that talent, he, he slowly start to see that it's just a different time. You know yeah. what I mean? So Because, I mean, with, with that, I mean, it goes into the fact of it could have just been your because that's the question that comes to my mind like why wouldn't you like that's the obvious duh right yeah it seems like you guys would be a part of it in that sense it could be your choice because I mean as I look at your career and the path you try to take I feel like it's steering in a totally different direction than what any of the other Wayne's doing so that you know that's why I want to know like were you more like nah I ain't trying to do that like I want to create my own lane we do you know and, and we got our own production company right. which is second second generation productions that you know it, it, this game is a puzzle you know what i mean absolutely and you, and you want to piece it together a certain way sometimes you know it's all about timing you'll do certain things at certain moments in order to get to that next tier absolutely. and once you get to that tier you have to make certain decisions you know what i'm saying and that's with anything not just with the limit color that's with anything from our tv show to our web series to movies that we think about doing you know what i mean it's all a puzzle you know mm-hmm. but it's well, entertainment it's what's the next move what's right. the next move you know what's 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 up like what's the next move that's and what, what i love about you guys what it is. It's that's what's, what's the next move what's the next move what I love about you guys, you're always creating. Mm, I mean, always. It's, it's all, it seems like you guys just have a thinking tank at all times. Mm-hmm. It's like you go over your house just for dinner and it's a big think tank sitting you, there. You, you know, know what? That's the honest truth. Yeah. Like, literally, you know, just walking in here, you know, ideas go in the head. You oh, know? you want to put us on the show? <laughs> I got it. Yeah, no, you know what? Third generation wins. Third, third generation wins. <laughs> you know, because I ain't right signed to nobody. <laughs> <laughs> but, but that really, it's, it, creative minds, that's how they think. You right. know, mm-hmm. everything is it's always, okay, what's the next? You know, right. so, you know. Well, it, I, Watching an interview, you said that Keenan is kind of the one like, okay, if anyone's got an idea in the Wayne's family, we got to go talk to Keenan. <laughs> and he shuts down most of your ideas, you said. So, I mean, with that, I mean, I know me. There are some things in my family, like, I don't want to approach mm-hmm. the older generations because right. I'm like, they ain't even going to understand what I'm even trying to mm-hmm, say. Mm-hmm. Do you ever find yourself on that platform? Well, Uncle Ivory's the godfather. You know what I mean? It, it, he's literally the one who set the tone for yeah. all of this. So we pay homage to him. You know, he, he, he literally... I think he gets me more than anybody else because I direct, he directs. Yeah. So I can ask him certain questions that maybe I can't ask the others, you know what I mean? Yeah. So f- f- out of respect, you just go to Ivory. Or you just bounce, you know, ideas off of him. And you two are the only 
too in the family too direct. Yeah, right? like like you know, certain family members maybe like directing an episode or something right. like that. But in terms of like directing stuff, me and Keenan have been those guys, you know. And you know, I know Uncle Damon directed a movie before. I, it didn't come out, but it was this movie called Behind the Smile where he directed Maul, and uh, it didn't come out. But um, in terms of like active directors, me and Ivory. And do you find yourself uh, like in second generation, like? taking his spot of like everyone kind of coming to you like what are we going to do next you're yeah. like shit like why, why do I got to be the one <laughs> right why do I got to be the person right well you know what honestly cuz it seems I, like it comes naturally to you right well, well for me i i am I'm, I'm kind of more of the outspoken you know the, the the social butterfly if you will and i'm the one that you know literally no is i don't believe in no you know what i mean yeah. if you close this door Hell we can yeah. go another yeah another one yeah. open so for me i wanted to write i wanted it to to direct i wanted to produce i wanted to act I wanted to do it all and create my own content. So, you know, I, I relish in that, you know. So, I mean, if you knew all that from the beginning, I want to know what you knew in high school. Like, what were you like in high school? First of all, <laughs> what were you like in high school? What did you know at that time that you wanted to do? I knew I was going to Hollywood as soon as I was done with high school. Did you? I, I knew it. I yeah. knew it. I felt it in my bone. And the moment I graduated, I believe the next day I was on a flight to L.A. And I'm oh. assuming that your mom was probably very supportive just because your family was out here. My yeah. mom is my best friend. My yeah. mom had me when she was 16 years old. So yeah. My mom is my road dog. I you know understand. what I mean? I so feel you. I talk to her every day. You know what I, I mean? I take care brother. of my mama. You know, yeah. I love my mama. I'm a mama's boy. So hey, for me, too. she's she's literally my Say compass. Hello. You know what yeah. I mean? I go to her and, you know, I'll run jokes by her. I, day, that ain't funny. Or day, that's funny. <laughs> oh, I, I caught the show this week. I can literally show you my text messages. I love the show this week. Why you like the show, ma? Because this, 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 and this. I would change this. All right, ma. <laughs> you know, that's my mom. You, uh, in high school, though, but, I mean, you had already already done raw you did in living color in high school you did uh major pain mm -hmm. were you like a local celebrity like what how did the kids react to you um you know the kids um you know <laughs> what yeah it started it started to it was look i'm a humble dude you know what i'm saying so for me it just becomes if you like something it's funny that's what's up you know and, and and i chill with everybody so it's not like one of them things where i'm i'm better than no anybody nah i, I, I was still living in the pj yeah. so you know just because you do something don't mean you rich you right. know so you know i i remember one of the biggest roles i did in new york uh undercover and i was just like yo <laughs> i made it son like yeah. like you know I, I did the major pains and all that but like certain shows were just staples that you yeah. had to do. The yeah. New York Undercover. I did NYPD Blue. Like, yeah. like you know, you had to play the thug. You did Norm, too, right? I did Norm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, So, you know, for me, I was just chill with everybody. So as long as you was chill with me, I was chill with you. Regardless of if I worked at a grocery store, I just so happened to be on the screen. And, you know, it was and now, in, uh, in your interview, you said that the most girls you've ever had at one time was four. Was that during <laughs> high school where you could kind of use the Waynes? Nah, that was in the, that was in the Miami heyday. You oh. know what I mean? You know, you go to Miami and you just have good times and good fun. Protected good times. Protected. Protected. Good Protected. Fun, fun, Very you important. It was a memory. It was a memory. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you had mentioned you mentioned you work with Damon on on. Uncle, or excuse me, on uh, Major Pain. Yes. And then, how was that? That was like a $30 million film that mm -hmm. worldwide, and it was like $7 million 
the first week, I believe, it opened on the, at the box office. What was that like to be in that picture? I mean, and working with your uncle at that, like, what, what was that experience that like? That was incredible. I think me and my uncle Damon bonded the most during that movie. You know, I'm, I'm named after him, you know, yeah. so I'm, I'm his namesake. But th- during that movie, I just felt like me and him bonded in, in, in a way where I can't even explain it, you know. And, and I, was, I would just watch my uncle and see how he navigated everything. He co-wrote it. You know, he was, very, he, he was major pain, you know. He was, he was major pain. That movie's a classic till this day. You it know, is. he was Wait. funny. I'm gonna choo, beef choo. up your classic. Okay. Yo. Okay, yo. I, I, I'm a group home girl. I'm a group home girl. Mm-hmm. I'm a foster home bitch. Okay. That's <laughs> wow. what it is. What just that happened? was one of the they only movies that was allowed to play. That was one of the only movies and we would repeat it and repeat it and repeat it. Yeah. And honestly, like I didn't even put two and two together until I knew I did my research. Uh-huh. I did my research. Uh-huh. Oprah, I love you. I'm coming for you. And uh, I'm gonna get so rich, I'm gonna make you look stingy. You're gonna get shut off the air. Right, exactly. Shut down. But, uh, I love you, Oprah. You're my uh, yeah. So um, <laughs> I would watch, and we would watch it over and over and over, and like, and like it was, it was, this, it was like ingrained in my head as like a memory, and yeah, like it's, it's a great movie, and I didn't even realize even in meeting you and whatever that you were in that movie until I went and did my research, and that movie impacted so many people's lives. Like it was allowed, mm. it was approved mm-hmm. in group homes, so you know how many people you were really affected. Yeah. Because uh, those have to go through like. Usually it's just Christian movies. Listen, I can, <laughs> listen. I bump into people till this day who remember Major yep. Pain. They'll yep. come up to me and be like, "Pain's not here. He's in." I, you know, they'll just throw lines out. They'll yeah. do the dance moves. They'll do the sir, yes, sirs. They'll do all of that. You know, and and it's a testament to what the movie was. It Absolutely. was a bona fide classic, and that's the biggest thing that I respect about my family. I always say this, if there's ever a star to give, the most humbling star would be just a Wayans star. It don't yeah. have to be a specific name, just a Wayans, Wayans family star. star, because you can sit back and really relish in all that the fam has done, from Major Pain to even your Don't Be a Menaces, to your Scary Movie Ones, to your In Living Colors, to your I'ma Get You Suckers. You know, when you sit back and you look at the body of work that has been done and the opportunities that have been created for so many people, I mean, you got to tip that hat. And the appreciation that you have for that hat Mm -hmm. is amazing because, like, people aren't like that. This is Hollywood. Let's be real. People People aren't like that. And for you to, like, not just you, but your entire family to be like, you know what? We we did it and we did it collectively right. and we're proud of each other like that's a huge thing. You so kept I, your morals. That's hell the, yeah. That's the biggest part about it to me hell is yeah. that you guys represent family and like in Hollywood it's like immediate Where? family. We don't really get the the whole bunch. And well, that's Hollywood what, is cutthroat. Exactly. Hollywood is materialistic. Hollywood is who you know type town. For us, I honestly think God put all these people in one family yep. for a reason because. We help each other. We're there for each other. Right. If we if we didn't have, we'd probably just be a bunch of funny crackheads running around. You <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? So literally, we are there for one another. You know, you gotta you gotta be able to have somebody to go. Nah, don't right. do that. Right. When, when did you want to get into directing? I mean, you said in high school. After high school, I'm going to Hollywood. Was it more like mm-hmm. I wanted to be an actor? Because I get that. I feel from watching you. This is just total judgment. Right, right. I'm gonna judge you. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> like, you want to go out there and act mm-hmm. however your love for directing producing holds you back from all that yeah. and i feel like you're are you kind of torn in between the two of them well the thing is uh 
I got into it because the humble reality of Hollywood will make you exactly. get into it. I, yeah. I, I was literally on the cattle call of every other actor wanting to be in something, and I didn't want to. One of the biggest lessons I learned from my family was be a multi-hyphenate. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Direct, Smart. produce, because when one door closes, you got, you, so you got other yeah. doors to walk through. Yeah. You know what I mean? So for me, it's not so much a tug of war. It's just you have to put time in for one thing. Like to direct the movie, that's literally a year and a half, two years of your life. Mm-hmm. You're going from pre-production to the actual production to post to putting the movie out. Yeah. Yeah. Like that takes a long time. So if you want to be hands-on your project, well, you got to take that time to do it. And when I was directing for my wife and kids, you know, I was the youngin' up in there, so I had to prove myself. You know, I would go home and bury myself in these scripts, you know what I mean? what age was it that you realized that? Um, you so wanted to... I, I wanted to direct when I was like 19. Really? You know what I mean? And I got the opportunity around 20, 21. You know what I mean? Like I was like the youngest director at the time doing it on my wife and kids. And by, and but, with, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Applause for that. And not only that, but like it's one thing to say, okay, well, one door closes. Here's another one to open. Yeah, absolutely. You're absolutely right in that. But at the same time, if you're going to uh, executive produce, write, and act in a show, <clears throat> there's a separate <laughs> check for each one of those. So, and uh, yeah. yeah. And, <laughs> and with your executive producing and directing, do you have a preference on television or film? Are you like both? Um, I Honestly, I, I like them both. You know, mm-hmm. it, it's it's a different type of hat you yeah. have to wear for both, but yeah. I do relish in both of them. You know what I mean? Yeah. And with Second Gen, you know, this was, this was our baby. You know what I mean? So we created it, wrote on it, and um, you know, I plan on directing some if, you know, BET come with that second year pickup. But if not, then, you know, you got to create something else and, you know. They bet stuff. And walk us through, like, <laughs> how long does it take you, when you have an idea, how long does it actually take you to make it, in, to develop it and to really create it? Is this like, are you a quick writer and you're like, okay, after a month, it's done, or does it take you months and months to really develop a program? It all depends on the idea. Some ideas come to you and you're just like, yo, I can write this out. Like, Second generation. <laughs> Give us that example. Second generation. Actually, we came up with that idea in 2009. Wow. We came up with second generation. The, what took the process so long was the fact that, you know, we didn't, like, at first people came to us and it was like, hey, what, what, you, reality show? We, nah, we don't want to do reality. We don't want to mock fights. We don't mm-hmm. want to be those guys. You know, so we sat and we was doing other things. But then we came back and revisited it. And then when we revisited it, it was just like, man, this is a show. And we wanted to tell it a certain way. You know what I mean? We didn't want to be Wayne's Brothers 2.0. Right. We didn't want to be sketchy with it. We wanted to tell it from a story point of view. You know what I mean? So if you watch our show, it's a different type of comedy. You it know is. what I mean? Yeah. We're, we're, we're taking you along this journey, and in the midst of it, we're hitting you with some funny. We're sprinkling you with the funny. Like, I like shows like The Curb Your Enthusiasms, The Entourages. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And, honestly, and we were saying show, that. You bro, on, Entourage. When yeah. I watch this show, honestly, it reminds me. I forget what Wendy Williams compared it to. I felt that was a little crazy. Love you, Wendy. But <laughs> I think she's at The Office. I think she uh, did say The Office. No, to, be, to be honest with you, when I sat down really got through it, it's the new girl meets Entourage. Mm. It has the perfect amount of comedy in mm-hmm. it, but also the perfect amount of like, wow, this is really what they do. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, I, I love the mix of it because it's something, like I said, it's something that no Waynes has touched before. Mm-hmm. Right. Like mm-hmm. with Dance Flick, Marlon and Sean did Scary Movie. Right, and right, right. You could kind of compare those two. Right. This was totally left field right. for anything that anyone in your family mm-hmm, has done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And for you to go from directing Dance Flick to, you know, second generation Wayne's, 
you can see the growth. Mm-hmm. You can see the imagine i i mean in my head i feel like you do all I, and you can totally correct me. i feel like you do all the heavy lifting oh, when it comes nah. to the show <laughs> no well well here's the thing it's it's a collaborative you know what i'm saying and honestly you, you know, can my, be politically correct no no no, no. <laughs> my we'll cousin craig you know he you know he's very much influential in it you know what i'm Craig's saying Craig's a brilliant writer by the way yeah craig craig is really craig honestly is the funniest wayne's to me he just is more more reserved than his funny you know what i mean me i'm a little more like you watch the show that's real talk that's Mm -hmm. Damien and that's Craig you know what I mean I'm the by any means necessary I'm the dude that's like yo let's get it we gotta go we gotta go through that wall let's go Craig is like yo man you know I got a son (laughs) I don't want to run into the wall then I gotta go to the hospital (laughs) then my son you know what I'm saying like that's Craig you know so it is a collaborative it's just different personalities Mm -hmm. different approaches you know well with directing and and being in Hollywood did you do you ever feel like you're typecast or do you feel like it's do you use your last name to help you in a room or is it never okay never you know for for me you know people go why don't you use your name more right you know what i mean and i've always <laughs> been the guy like i ain't want to get chicks off my last name you know it's just like <laughs> that's not cool you know what i mean but definitely you have those times where there's there's just misconceptions yeah. or there's perceptions you know you go into in the pilot episode uh the very o- the, the opening i w- go into an audition and they wanted marlin that yeah. was a real story yeah, like said that. They, I, yeah I that, that, that was shows, real yeah. talk like they were expecting Marlon to walk in the room <laughs> and I walked into the room so it's like that those are the challenges do you that feel we, like you have to act like them um, in, for, a, in a sense, for that audition, I tried to channel Maul in like a mug, but uh, <laughs> it didn't work. He did, got you, the did you get the role? <laughs> no, no, he got it. He got it. Um, but it, it's funny, and those are like situations that we wanted to tell on the show. So if you watch our journey on the show, you get a good glimpse of what it's like. Mm-hmm. Now you've also worked with some really amazing people through the years. You've Tracy Morgan, um, Kerry Washington, mm-hmm. David Allen Greer. Now that you've seen kind of some of these people blow up, like Carrie Washington, are you a fan of hers? Do you watch her on Scandal? And what's your what's your feelings about Carrie? Fan of Scandal. I'm a huge fan of Carrie, and I'm a huge fan of Shonda Rhimes. I mean, I really think that that's a brilliantly written show, and all the actors on that show are dope. So big ups to Miss Carrie. She's doing a thing. She's doing a thing. Yeah, doing her thing. <laughs> is there so is there are certain shows that you watch like is there outside of Scandal do you have like your favorite DVRs Dexter. like if we went to your house Dexter. what's on your Dexter. Dexter what else I watch Dexter um I watch um I watch uh uh Dexter like that's <laughs> that's my show right. and I watch a lot of NBA like NBA league pass so. but not the Lakers not the Lakers. <laughs> like, I respect some of the Laker players, but I'm not a Laker fan. Who no. fan are you? I'm going with the Heat. I'm rocking with the Heat. Actually, I know you aren't a Laker fan. You yeah. went on a whole rant about why. I, I, I did, I did, I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all right, I know we're going to talk about second generation later, but tying on to what you just said, uh, walking, into, walking into the second generation, here you are, free mind, new show, why BET? Mm-hmm. Why? Because the show that you give me... Do you, do you ever sit and think like, man, this is an HBO show. This is a network show. Yeah. Why did you choose BET? Well, honestly, uh, and being just blunt, tonally our show is, is more HBO. Yep. You know what I mean? But for us, we saw a direction that BET was trying to go into. And what better way than to be in growth with your people? You know what I'm saying? And they understood the concept. And we understood the uphill battle it was going to be with the audience to a certain extent 
you know, to a certain degree because on BET, they expect certain things, you know what I mean? And when you try to craft something different, you're going to have your loves and you're going to have your hates, you know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, if you stick true to a vision, then they got to respect that, you know what I'm saying? And for us, we just wanted to do a show in a place where, you know, we wanted to elevate, you know, yeah. so to speak, you know, and we felt like them pairing with, you know, Kevin, Kevin's hot right now. So oh, yeah. those two shows, we feel like it brought different eyes to BET. You know, creatively, what I mean? did they ever stop you from doing something that you wanted to do? Because sometimes networks interfere with the show. But... Yeah, you know, there's always financial decisions <laughs> right. that are made. You know, we, we would have liked certain things to happen different, but that's the creative process. You're not always going to get what you right. want, right. but at the end of the day, you still got to make the best show possible. Well, since you guys have the hottest block on Tuesday nights, you're real house husbands <laughs> really? of Hollywood and, and second generation <laughs> wands, is there any friendly competition between the two shows. <laughs> uh, again, Y'all had Kevin on the show, too. Yeah, we had Kev on the pilot episode. Kev is one of my best friends, you know. So, you know, I, I was rocking with Kev when he barely could get five minutes on the Laugh Factory stage, you know what right. I'm saying? So to watch him now hosting SNL, yeah, that's huge. a beautiful thing. And what Amen. better way to make that bread than with your peach, you know what I'm saying? So I remember when on the premiere episode, I shouted out his show right after. Now check out my man, Damien DW show, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. that's, the, that's the love. That's the yin and the yang. So nah, you know, I respect him. He does his thing. He does it brilliantly and vice versa. Random Beautiful. question in between. Why didn't you choose to ever get into comic stand-up? Um, because there's a certain grind you have to have for stand-up comedy, mm-hmm. and I respect yeah. it too much to disrespect that grind, you know? I watch my uncles go, you know, do it. I remember watching my Uncle Damon in his heyday when he would just go up and do two hours off the top of the brain, yeah. and he was able to do that because he respected that grind so much. And we got other family members that do it, Damon Wayans Jr., my sister, Shantae Wayans, who's going to be on the new season of Wild and Out, you know what I'm saying? Oh, All right, Shantae. Yeah, yeah, Shantae. Shout out to Shantae. Yeah, uh, um, so she does stand up, so I respect them. That's their lane. And not to say that I'll never do it, just, you know, up to this point, I haven't had that, you know, that 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 itch, you know, like I have for directing. But do you write for it? Like, do um, you ever, I mean, oh, yeah. I sit yeah. back and I look at routines all the time, like, oh, I would have went that way. Or, yeah. Oh, I would have said this all the time. Yeah. Now, Tatiana's on the show, and obviously we've said you guys worked together before. Was she your first choice for the for the role on Second Generation Wayans? Honestly, when Tatiana came in, it was hers at that moment. Wow. Like, when she came in, she just had such a warmth and an energy about her. And literally, the, the, the look of the cast was complete when we saw Tatiana. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, when you just put us all next to each other, it's, it's a dope cast. Yeah. Yeah. And now... Uh, we have a fan who wrote in, and I have a question for you. I know we've already addressed the rumors with you and Tatiana, but <laughs> now you worked with, worked with Regina Hall in the yeah, past, yeah, and she's also on the show. Yeah, now, we don't need to lie. This isn't a fan. <laughs> I was, I was, <laughs> fan, fan, aka DJ Jesse J wants to know. <laughs> DJ Jesse J, the, the, the hidden fan, wants to know. Is yeah. there, well, you asked your own question in TJ Jesse J. No, but <laughs> no, but for real, I mean, because that was my real in. life girlfriend for Thank four God. years. Okay, and, you and, can see the chemistry. You, know, pub- yeah. you guys never went public. We never it. went it public. Very... Uh, we were together, broke. There was nothing to go public about. You know, what I mean? it was like <laughs> she, she was. You know, she. I think she just did like best man and, and you know stuff like that. You know, it, it was just the beginning, and she's still my, one of my best friends till this day. Beautiful, talented. How did you actress. remain friends after? 
that breakup? Because we respected each other and, and we loved each other beyond just the physical. You know what I mean? So when you have that love for somebody beyond just the physical and you can just brainstorm about life and anything, you know what I mean? Like, oh, I know, yeah. yeah, I know her moms, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, she know my mom and it has, it's just a different level of mm-hmm. love, you yeah. know? It's not the physical, it's, it's, that's our best friend, you know? And, and when the part came about, she was like, you better, you know, give me that part, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and and it was, it's just dope. Like, literally, you could just let the camera go when it's me and her and it's just back and forth. The chemistry is real. You definitely can see the chemistry on this yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Yeah, for sure. Now, tell us about the new show. Tell us about That's a Friend. That's a Friend. That's a web series that uh, we have. It's, it's coming out on Monday, March 4th. Um, right. And literally, this is the show that puts friendships to the ultimate test. So we all say we got that ride or die friend. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're going to see. So we set up scenarios. We have actors all around that participate within, and we're literally getting one person. So if you're the person that we're getting, well, then we'll set up a scenario around you. And we got scenarios like take one for the team where, you know, you two will come in and, yo, I got this one chick coming and she got a friend. And a friend come in and she just ain't popping. But are you going <laughs> to take that one for the team? Are you going to ride for your boy so you can get his off? You know, we got have scenarios like that. Or if, you know, you're best friends with him and he's coming in and he's bringing his new lovely lady Aaliyah and he goes to the bathroom and Aaliyah makes moves on you are you gonna push Aaliyah away or are you gonna make that move on Aaliyah so it's fun scenarios Ooh, that, but it yeah. ain't gonna be so fun if it goes the wrong way <laughs> yeah, I think we problem. have a clip of it that we're trying to oh, put out we do have a clip oh that's cool the show where we put friendships to the ultimate test. We we'll either have some ride or die friendships. Let's take one for the team. You have something. Yes. Oh, there's what you call it. Or some crashing. <laughs> I know that guy. <laughs> Let's confront this issue. <laughs> You're on a skinny camera show. There's a camera back there. Uh. I told you that she's gonna cry. Can you please stop? <laughs> So, so that right there. It looks there, hilarious. That right there is the promo for that's a friend. So that's only like thirty seconds. So you can only show but so much mm-hmm. in, in a thirty second block. But literally, we have some of the most funny scenarios, and it's on YouTube slash Soil Britches. Make sure you subscribe. Soil S O I L E D Britches B R I T C H E S. And that's Monday at. And that's Monday, uh, March fourth, and it's through our production company, Second Generation Wayans. So make sure uh, you guys check it out. Uh-huh. And then I have a question for you. Talk. You said that you guys have some scenarios. What are some of the most crazy scenarios? Are there any real fights that break out? Give yeah, uh, we got we got one scenario where it's like, a, <laughs> okay, we had this one guy who literally was married and his girl. We, we told his friend that, you know, they got into an argument and she took their child and she went to her other friend's house. And he's going to go and retrieve his kid. So he gets to the house and once he gets to the house, an argument ensues with him and the homegirl that she's staying with. And she's not there. The kid's not there. And the homegirl said, you know what? I'm not going to do this in front of your friend. So they go into <laughs> another room and they start arguing. And then he goes, don't point that at me. Don't point that at me. And all you hear is gunshots. Bow, bow, bow. So does the friend come in to help? The other friend, so we got scenarios like that. When I tell you, we got some funny, funny scenarios. You have to tune in. Wait, this. okay, so dope. So I see Howard Alonzo was on that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Howard's on it. That's the homie. You yeah, be liking yeah, all my yeah. pictures on Instagram. That's a shout out to Howard. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> what made you choose the web as an outlet versus taking it to a, a network? Um, it's it's literally the web is popping. When I tell you guys, yeah. everything Heck is yeah. on the web now. 
now. So when, when you're in this game of trying to build your production company, you want to hit every medium that you can possibly hit. So we got our TV show on. Now it's time to hit the web. And next we're going to hit you with a movie or something. I like oh, that. Amen. We yeah. on the web. So with this show, have you ever uh, thought about putting two Waynes to the test? Oh, absolutely. Are absolutely. We, are we going to get that? Maybe. Oh. Maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe. Uh, and then another thing is, all right, so take us from... Oh, but real quick, just off of that, you know, I, what we like to do is we like to allow the whatever it is to have its own life first before we pull in all the family and everything because we don't want the success to be written off of the fact that you had family on it we want it to have its own legs you know what i'm saying and once it has its own legs then we can go on and be like all right now 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 let's hit them with the fam how can viewers get on the show someone who may see it and say hey i want to do this to my friend or whatever how do they get involved with the project literally make sure you subscribe make sure you check it out leave your comments Comments. Literally, we read comments. Also, follow me on my social media sites at Damien DW. Hit me up. Let me know what you think. Let me know what scenarios you would prank on your friends. <laughs> we, I, literally, I read it all. And also, my uh, Facebook page, Damien Dante Wayans. Hit me on them. Um, t- but take us from dance flick to second generation mm-hmm. to this. This is this to me is your own baby. Mm-hmm. This is something that you're just focused on mm-hmm. versus second generation. It's a group mm-hmm. versus dance flick. How have you grown as a director, producer? Slash person. Yeah. Uh, um, you know what? Dance flick literally. Uh, okay. Because on the show, I'm going to be real. On the show, you guys talk about dance flick, uh, how it was not the best work right, that right. you guys did. And, uh, I think you used the word stink in Hollywood. <laughs> yeah. Let me just let me just go ahead and put that out there. It put a stink on you is mm-hmm, what you said. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, Going for and that's people's perception. No, that's right. Not, yeah. No, no, no. Right, right, right. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not us. Not BHL. <laughs> well, per- I was gonna say personally because I enjoy oh, okay. the, those things. But going from that to second generation, vision-wise, mm-hmm. how did you regrow? Yeah. Well, well. With Dance Flick, Dance Flick was an opportunity. You know, I didn't necessarily want to do a parody. And if we were going to do a parody, I wanted to do it rated R. But when we went to Paramount, who was the studio, they wanted to do it PG. They was going to give us more money to do PG. So when you go, okay, more money, all right, well, then we'll just do right. PG, you know. But when you do PG, it's a different flavor than an R. Right. But also, not too many studios are giving a young black man $25 million to make a movie. So it was my opportunity to show that I can direct on a feature level. I did TV so now I'm going to do a feature and literally that was tough in a sense because you have the studio that you have to answer to as well as your uncles that you have to answer to because it was through Wayans Brothers and then you got your own vision so you're trying to piece together all of this puzzle in order for it to come out a certain way and uh, allow me to say to all the viewers Dance Flick didn't bomb Dance Flick made its money back it was you know put in on time a lot of people hit me up and loved Dance Flick I'm, I'm just saying that from that point I knew that I can do this, and that's where I wanted to go. Where I want to go with it, because as far as it is, we all know dance flick. I never, mm-hmm. I never considered it that. You guys, to me, the first time I ever heard it was a stink or a bomb was you guys. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. literally. You, yeah. Well, 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 here's the thing: you have certain expectations <laughs> right. for your work. You yeah, know what I'm saying? And when it levels out, nah, you you wanted to be successful. You wanted to make double what the budget was, or you wanted to be, you know, a hundred. 
hundred million dollars. You know what I'm saying? You you make things so it can be a bona fide. Okay, success. you did that, but now I want to look at you. I want to get into a yeah. conversation with you. Okay, right? go. All right, <laughs> that's what your expectation was. But come on, this was your first film, right? Honestly, raw. Just forget what the expectations and all that mm-hmm. were in your head. Where, I mean, what was going on in your mind? Like I. I did that. I don't give a damn what nobody damn right. hell says. And, and give us that explanation. That's a great question. In my mind, what that did for me is it said, I can do this. I can direct the feature film. And I did that. You know yeah. what I mean? Where did you want to go from there? I knew that I wanted to what go. What was the next step? It, it's all about growth. So I knew that the next thing for me was doing my own. And that's yeah. what second generation Wayans is. You know what I mean? We created it. EPing on it, starring in it, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that what gave me the ability to do this, you know what I'm saying? And then when you come with like your web series, you know, now you're just giving content to the people. You're building your brand. And that's the biggest thing. When I look at my family, they are a brand. When you say Wayans Brothers, you can you're go into brand. any room and somebody's going to know a Wayans brother. Mm-hmm. And that's what I want to do for second generation. I, I applaud you and your family, man. You guys are doing it big Thank in Hollywood. You. Thank you. Yeah. Should be very proud. Thank you, man. Appreciate that. Now, have you guys been renewed for a second season? For Not se- yet. We haven't got that call yet. Uh, we waiting on that it's call. Coming. Well, we, it's coming. It's coming. You know, they, they, the network got to do their thing and take their time and do what they do. Um, but we we love the direction in which the show is going. Mm-hmm. Um, we hear everything that the people say. You know what I'm saying? And literally, if a second season come, we got even more and even better. You know what I'm saying? It's all about building. You know what I'm saying? And and really, we just want people to come on this journey and you come in this journey we're gonna have some fun do you ever think about doing something uh because the fact that you're going web with this new show i love it because mm-hmm. i i 100 and maria feels the same way everything needs to go web right now because mm-hmm. that's yeah. the generation the place to yeah. what are you guys doing or I, all right, I'm gonna be real. What can you give me more? Because I'm I can't wait a damn. I hate waiting a damn week right. for the newest episode. Right. So what can sec? Can y'all do something damn to give me something <laughs> else during the week? <laughs> Online, <laughs> Online. You know what? We are thinking about that. We really, really are. There's web stuff, but this is the test. You know, we're testing the web. We're seeing what the people like, what the people want. You know what I mean? There is a the beauty about the web is it's instant. You know what I'm saying? You can watch it as many times as you want. You can click on it. You can you know rewind. You can, you know, it's, it's so instant and you can go watch it on your phone mm-hmm. you can watch yeah. it on your laptop you can be in the airport you can be anywhere so that's the beauty and that's what we like it can be broken not have cable hey you know what i'm saying <laughs> real talk you know so for us it's a great platform and we think about doing more on the web i would love to do more on the web and we're gonna do more on the web yeah, yeah. that was gonna be kind of my question because i know we obviously have that's a friend that you have coming out uh-huh. on march 4th but are you already on to the next project or Ooh, are you just yeah. concentrating right now to see where this one goes and and um, Baby in, steps. In, in terms of the web or just in general? Just in general. In general, absolutely. You got to think of your next. You know what I mean? You never want to sit back and rely on one exactly. thing. You never yeah. want to put your, all your eggs in one basket. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because it may work, it may not work. One of the best quotes my Uncle Keenan said, and he says it on the Oprah show, uh, which is coming out Sunday. Uh, Sunday. On, on, check it out. <laughs> uh, he goes, you can. You have to have success. Is having fun on the journey, mm-hmm. because you can't control the outcome. You know mm-hmm. what I mean. And I love that quote because quote. literally, whatever we do, we're gonna have fun, and that's what Second Generation Productions is about: having fun on the journey. Yeah. You know what I mean. And so the next thing that we think of, I'm thinking of something where we're gonna have some. 
MF and fun like on that. that journey. And yes, we, we, we are definitely thinking of it. I mean, I want to know, at the end of this journey, where do you yourself want your legacy to be? Like, mm. what, what do you see your legacy being? Like, what do you want people to say about you? Like, after you're dead and gone, been here, been gone, okay, people are talking about you. What do you wish that, like, would be on the eulogy lips of people? I like that dude. That was a cool dude. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's all you, you just want people to say. That was a cool dude. You know, and, and, and literally, you, you can leave a body of work that your kids can watch or your grandkids or, you know, and, and second generation would be an established brand. You yeah. know what I mean? So that it's not as hard for the next gen. You know what I'm saying? They can come in and you, we can we, we create opportunity for the others. You know what I'm saying? You know, they come in. We got Wayne's PAs running around. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, but you want to be able to create that, you the know. Wayne's compound. Yeah, the Wayne's compound, <laughs> if you will. You know, and if, if I'm able to leave that behind, then I feel like it was a success. And if you could use one word to define you, what would it be? To define me? Yes. Ooh, a hustler. You know, I, you know, I hustle hard, you yeah. know, I literally, you know, for, for me, and, and you'll probably say I carry a lot of the weight because I really want us to win, you yeah. know what I'm saying? And for me, I carry that passion. When I say that, I'm motivator, you, you described it best, motivator. Yeah. That's what I get from yeah, watching I you. Get that. Uh, ambition, ambition. Love. Yeah. I'll take Hell all. Yeah. Look, those are good ones. Those are good ones. Yeah. Yeah. You can steal those. Uh, you can use it for the next I'm interview outside of BHL. You just come on the show anytime you need to. <laughs> exactly. Anytime you need to pick me up, we got you, Damien. I love we got that. you. I love but, that. but honestly, I, 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 I'm real to whoever I need to speak to, and the, I'm not going to cut the. Cause when I watch Second Generation, honestly, whenever I watch anything, I want to hate it. Mm-hmm. I'm very critical about mm-hmm. things. Yeah. I'm critical about. I picked myself apart to pieces. Mm-hmm. And watching it, it just. It really said something to me because you guys did you stepped in your own you made your own footsteps you made your own path you went someplace that the waynes have never gone before thanks man and my wife and kids try well they did their own they did their thing (laughs) (laughs) but y'all took that and said no we're gonna go this way and Mm -hmm. applause for thanks bro i I really really appreciate that. That, that that's real talk and and for us Comedy is the hardest form of entertainment. Yes. To literally yeah. have to make somebody laugh, you know, that, that is tough. tough. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, we, we know that and we embrace it. Especially among black people. Man, let me tell you. Let me tell you. But yeah. you guys took it up a notch. Go with you your nails it out. It's real easy to make them laugh. <laughs> they be like, they be like, hey, look at I'm getting it on in the nail salon. They love some of the This is crazy. All right, but now, okay, so now we're going to get a little more fun questions yes. outside of the serious <laughs> questions. So I hope you're ready for this, this I'm round ready. two. I'm yeah. ready. Let's do it. Let's do All right, it. I'm going to ask you five questions. Okay. And you just, you know, answer them honestly. All right. Okay, so the first question, what is your favorite color? Cuss word. Fuck. Oh, oh with the music. Yeah. Bam. All right. What is your favorite baby making music? Baby R. Kelly. Any uh, particular Hells. song or just all, oh, the, all the albums? He got, he got so. Oh, if I could explain. <laughs> oh, yeah. This love making. I can keep going. Go Who is your favorite Hollywood crush? Oh, uh, <laughs> that my favorite foursome would be. Oh, oh, wait, wait, wait. I was just trying to get one person. Uh, Halle Berry. Halle Berry. Jennifer Lopez. Jennifer. Ooh. And then I'm going to go left and say Adriana Lima. Ooh, oh, oh, you are my man. Yeah. You are my man right yeah. now. You're my man right now. You're my man right now. I don't even need no more questions. No. All right, all right, one more, one more. Uh, oh, actually, two. What is your favorite guilty pleasure? 
my favorite guilty pleasure. Adrian Lima. <laughs> <laughs> Adrian Lima. Sitting at home watching NBA League pass all day long. Like, I literally can sit on my couch all day and watch every game. I ain't mad at that. <laughs> and what is your favorite place to spend your money? Favorite place to spend my money in my mother. Oh, Aww. that is a dope, that's a dope that's answer. A we answer. didn't even try to come up with that answer. I don't, I don't we mean didn't it. Spend that money. You, you might have some panties <laughs> waiting for you outside when you leave the studio. I think after that answer, you might have melted a lot of hearts in, so. the, in the Black Hollywood Live Studios tonight. <laughs> Wait, okay, one more to add to that. Oh, okay. Well, this was just a kind of a throw question, but what's your favorite item in your closet? My favorite item in my closet. It's beanie. My beanies, yeah. <laughs> um, you know what? My favorite item in my closet would have to be a hoodie. Like, I, I, I go to the gym, uh, you know, I get my spin class on, you know what I'm saying? So throwing on some just some sweats and a hoodie, those are my items. All right, I like that. So yeah. I, I think we got something else. We're going to play a, a, a round two game called None of Your Business, okay. which Miss Aaliyah. So, so go. Uh, I'm go already going to apologize. <laughs> you should have to apologize. Everyone has to apologize for Aaliyah in advance. Let's go, yes. Aaliyah. Some rules. Okay, here's the game. It's called mm -hmm. None of Your Business. Okay. You are going to you are going to answer three of these questions. Done. One of them you can you can cop out if you feel like. Oh, and, and, say, say, and say none of your business. That's what's okay. up. Right. Exactly. Who is your least favorite weigh-ins? My least favorite weigh-ins uh, would be... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> my least favorite weigh-ins, when we're buttonheads, heads, would be Marlin. That's my least favorite. Ooh, wow. But I, but let me let me also say, <laughs> I love Marlin to death. But Amen. Me, me and him butt heads so much because we love each other so much. And that must be you the most alike. Um, because they always say you butt your heads. Me and Mullen are a lot alike, like. and, like. and and as we 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 grow in business, we find ourselves being even more and more alike. Yeah. What was more one of the more recent things between you and Marlon? Where are you butt heads? Um, the show. He's an EP on the show. Uh, you know what I mean. So <laughs> just the the beginning stages of you know just the lane and, and you know the tone the, the the route we wanted to go with it versus what he thought, and it was all you know just creative mm -hmm. out of respect. You know what I'm saying. But in terms of button heads, that's where we butt heads. But I always say, if you start out on the wrong page, just as long as you end on the same page, which is the funny page, yeah. it's all good. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And me and Marlon, you know, that's my dog. I love him. Favorite sexual position? Ooh, uh, doggy. Doggy? I like, yeah, I like to just <laughs> let her have that from the behind side. <laughs> Take that. Take that. And I want to know your unexplored fetish. My unexplored fetish? Tell it. My unexplored fetish on myself or on the girl? Either way. Um, I'd love to hear both. I'm a feet dude. So Ooh. I love nice feet. So watching like a movie like Boomerang, I was gonna that say, said something to me. Say. Like I'm real talk. Like that, you could be yeah. gorgeous, but yeah. if you got some you got random feet. I don't think it's hammer time. I can't do it. <laughs> I can't do it. it ain't I just sexy. can't do it. Ain't sexy. Mm -hmm. Oh, he ain't saying none of your business. He didn't say none of your business. I none of all them. your joints. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so now we're going to go to my game, and it's... Well, it's basically Smash, Mary, Kill. Mm. All right? Mm -hmm. So we're going to play two versions of it. One, Smash, Mary, Kill. Smash, Kim Mary. Kardashian, Khloe Kardashian, or Kourtney Kardashian? Smash. Smash. Mary, Kill. I'll smash Kim back when Ray J had her. <laughs> I would... He don't want the pregnant. He don't want the pregnant Kim. I would kill Chloe only because she seems like she would be a little more work. 
She seemed mm-hmm. like she got a tougher edge to her. Oh, yeah. And then I would marry Courtney because Courtney seems like out of the three, like she don't need the fame as much. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like she can fall back a little something. And I like that fall back approach. All right. And so my next question is hire, fire, or casting coach as a director. Okay. Who would you hire? Who would you fire? Who would you put on the cast? Have a nice little session on all the right, cast. All right. <laughs> we got Nicki Minaj, mm-hmm. Megan Good. Nene Leakes. I would cast and couch Megan because Megan got this little cute thing about her when her boobs is like up here. <laughs> she got this pouty lip thing she going does. on. So you're gonna hire her for your movie? I, I, no, no, I would, I would cast and couch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then who were the other choices? Nicki Minaj and Nene Leakes. Oh, see now you're gonna make me switch my choice. Uh, <laughs> I, now I gotta hire Megan for the movie. For the movie. <laughs> acting wise, I feel a little more confident with Megan. Right. So then I'm gonna have to cast and couch Nicki Minaj. <laughs> Even though you, you, you blatantly said you do not like fake asses. I don't. I don't. But, but you're gonna take thing. it for the team. I gotta take one for the team because of the choices in which you gave right. me. And then Nene Leakes. Well, we already know. And that, and, and that's slow. That's only. Only because what, what was it? It was Smash Kill. No, higher fire. fire. Or ca- I had a fire Nini only because she's feisty. You know what I'm she saying? Is feisty. She, she, you know, she probably questioned my choices, and we arguing a lot. So yeah. I, I can't do it. Nini. Ain't nobody got time for that. Ain't yeah. nobody got time for that. <laughs> Listen, you survived our questions I today, my man. Yeah. You survived yeah. everything. Lovely, lovely. Now, where can all your fans find you once again? Yo, everybody, hear he, hear he. Find <laughs> me on Twitter at Damien DW. <laughs> D-A-M-I-E-N-D-W. Same on Instagram. And also on my web page. Uh, oh, no, no, no. No, no, wait. On my Facebook page, Damian Dante Wayans. And then make sure you check out BET, Second Generation Wayans, every Tuesday, Tuesday at 1030. Check us out. There's three more episodes left in this season. Come rock with us on this journey. And also the web series, which is dropping March 4th on YouTube Soil Bridges. That's YouTube Soil Bridges. It's called That's a Friend. Check it out. And make sure y'all check us out on Oprah this Sunday, March 3rd. Rock with me and my family, first gen, second gen. Love you And y'all. if y'all ain't seen Second Generations yet, you can catch some past episodes on BET.com to catch yourself up for this coming Tuesday. Definitely check so, yourself up for this coming Tuesday. Aaliyah, where can your fans find you? Oh, my fans can find me at, at Aaliyah Cruz, A-L-I-A-K-R-U-Z. <laughs> I'm following. That's DJ Jesse J. <laughs> Dario Christian, D-E-R-R-I-A-L-C-H-R-I-S-T-O-N. Thank you for tuning in. See you next week for Black Hollywood Live Weekly, as well as Black Hollywood Live Portraits. See you then. From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, Dario Christian, and the entire BHL staff, we would like to thank you for tuning in to the Black Hollywood Live Network. If you have questions or comments, tweet us at BHL Online or email us at info at blackhollywoodlive.com. For more exclusive content, visit blackhollywoodlive.com. This has been a presentation of the Black Hollywood Live Network. The views expressed here are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.